0: This is Dr. Emmett Brown. I'm broadcasting at 1.21 gigahertz inside a Klingon bird of prey. It's Saturday evening, October 28th, 2285 at 7.15 p.m. I'm currently hiding from the Time Enforcement Commission as a Klingon commander. Uh, Unanticipated. Come out! Come out,
1: We interrupt your regularly scheduled moment
0: of silence to bring you the news. Morocco, Halifax, Albion, Rimmerworld, Vulcan, Yadov, Omicron, Percy I-8. News from around the cosmos, podcasted secretly from 20,000 leagues below Skynet headquarters. This is The Nautilus at Nine, with Marcus Nemo.
1: Well, good morning. Welcome to The Nautilus at Nine. I'm Marcus Nemo, bringing you tomorrow's news cycle, Recycled Today. Whether you're listening to this in a field waiting for your future self to materialize so you can close the loop... Or perhaps you're listening to Stay Awake so you don't end up in the nightmare realm hunted by a burn victim with knifey fingers. Now's a good time to fix yourself a stiff drink. Listen to the news from a multitude of different dimensions that are hopefully worse off than the one you're occupying right now. I'm currently enjoying one of my favorite on-air cocktails. I call it a Groot Beer Float, which is a combination of Leaky Cauldron Butter Beer, Fangorn draft, and it's served in a wooden barrel that's made from the skin bark of an extraterrestrial tree monster. I can already feel my head starting to float. I am Groot, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Well, our top story tonight, he's known as the Man of Steel, to others as the last son of Krypton and around the world as the savior Superman. But ever since new climate change evidence released by LexCorp Industries has suggested that Superman's Kryptonian kingdom in the Arctic could be the root cause of global warming, fear of the man of tomorrow has begun to spread faster than a speeding bullet.
0: I just think that, that Lex Luthor's right not to trust him. I mean, why does he call it the Fortress of Solitude anyway, huh? Did you ever think about that? I mean, what, what, what do you think he's hiding in there? I mean, if Lex don't trust him, then I don't trust him either. And I just think, you know, Lex is my boy. He, he tells it like it is. And Well, not that I believe in no global warming or nothing.
1: Why did he bring that Kryptonian crap here in the first place? Them crystals ain't natural. Was he trying to make Krypton great
0: again, is that it? And don't that Krypton, no, crap tonight make him sick or blow up his people or something? I don't want to be blowed up. And like Lex Luthor says, I don't want to live on no crypto, climate changey world neither.
1: Not that I believe in no global warming or nothing. It's truth, justice, and the American way. You know, like, what does he know about the American way? He's a goddamn alien. Now tell you what else, i tell you what that S on his chest stands for, it stands for, it stands for what he's full of, okay? He's a goddamn alien bastard, not that I believe in no global warming or nothing. This growing group of Lex supporters will have a chance to vote in a historic referendum known as Lexit and are hopeful that Superman and his Kryptonian home will have to withdraw from the planet Earth until such time as rising sea levels, desertification and other such threats have disappeared. Even though Lexit supporters say that global warming is a hoax and that they, quote, don't believe in it or nothing, unquote. In other news, there was a miracle of life story today as the very first Xenomorph quintuplets were born this morning, changing everything we know about these deadly extraterrestrials. Five newborn endoparasitoids burst forth from the chest cavity of a single human host about 3.30 a.m. on the alien homeworld of Proteus. Yes, the five darling little banana-shaped heads with their cute, darting tongue mouths saw the world for the first time today as they pushed and chewed their way through the ribcage of their screaming, cocooned human host. A very proud Xenomorph Queen looked on from her egg-laying hive and began shrieking and screaming orders at the newborns who tore through that human sternum like it was wet paper.
0: <laughs>
1: little rascals, Ah, uh, what a mess. Oh, and there's the sound of the voxgraphonic vortex, our portable radio porthole to the other side of the elsewhere. Let's tune that in and have a bit of a listen. We now return to The Dead Zone with your psychic specialist, Dr. Johnny Smith. Dr. Johnny Smith is not a certified physician or licensed doctor of any kind.
0: Hello, welcome back to The Dead Zone. I'm Dr. Johnny Smith. Are you ready to meet your next guest? Yeah. I knew that because I'm psychic. <laughs> I can see the future, so let's see what the future has in store for our next guest. Please welcome the little man from the Riverlands. It's Smiggle, the Hobbit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> welcome, Smiggle. Welcome to the Dead Zone. Oh, it's great. Great to be here, Dr. Smith. Now, You're a halfling from Middle-earth, a fisherman. Is that right? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, me and my brother, Deagle, we are both fishermen together. That's great. That's great. That's very sweet. So, you know how this works, Smeagol. I'm going to touch your hand and we're going to see if we can get a vision of the future. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm ready. Okay. Looks like he's ready. Everyone, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Now, I'm gonna touch your hand. And I'm gonna see if, oh. Yeah, I'm starting to see something already. You're, you're in a boat with your brother Deagle. Mm-hmm. It's a sunny day. You're both fishing. It's, it's nice, it's good. Oh, wait, there's something else. Your brother, he's found something in the river. It's a ring, a gold ring. Oh. And you see that gold ring, and you want it for yourself. What? Yeah. It's your birthday. You'd be damned to let your brother Deagle get his greasy hands on your birthday present. So you try and take it from him. You Take your fingers and put them around your brother's throat squeeze squeeze the life right out of them with a ring that ring tortures you you become a slave to it you start losing your hair your teeth you can't stand the sight of the sun so you live in a cave like a freak but you can't give it up you Wear that uncomfortable bit of metal every day for nearly 500 years. What? You're like some kind of deformed, cannibalistic goblin. (laughs) You're always hissing. hacking. You don't even know your own name. Till finally, you fall. You in the ring. You fall into a volcano and you burn to death. (laughs) Boom! You're dead! Wow, there it is. <laughs> wow, well, that was one hell of a fishing story. Am I right or what? <laughs> OK, we need to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be looking into the future of a young boy, sweet kid. Uh, his name is Anakin Skywalker. And he'll be our next guest on the Dead Zone. So stick around. <laughs>
1: And we're back, and we end tonight's broadcast with a bit of good news. It seems the Pennywise Pancake House is reopened in the town of Derry. And it sounds like they have a brand new children's menu. <laughs> and it won't be long till we all start singing that jingle again. You'll,
0: you'll laugh, laugh, you'll, you'll cry, cry, you'll, you'll scream, scream, you'll, you'll die, die for Pennywise, Pennywise children's, children's Pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> I
1: love that old clown. Well, I'm Marcus Nemo reminding you to set your neuralizer for roughly the nine minute mark, erase your memory of everything you just heard, and as always, for dark is the suede that mows like a harvest. <laughs> uh, good night. The Nautilus at Nine was created, written, and performed by David Radford and produced by Launchpad Theatre Company. Chief Tech Administrator of Media Arcaneering was Christina Patterson. <laughs> Great title. The voice of Lex supporter number two was Christina Patterson, as well as this voice you're hearing now. Hello, podcast land. Make sure to subscribe to The Nautilus at Nine, rate and review us on iTunes, and to find out more about all things Launchpad, go to com or like us on Facebook at Launchpad Theatre. Or why not become a Skynet pirate and follow The Nautilus at Nine on Twitter at Nautilus at Nine, and we'll make sure to send you a friendly... Ahoy, matey! Thanks for listening. Ba-weep-grana-weep-ninny-bong. ninny <laughs> bong No just kidding. Can you imagine if I really said that? For dark is the suede that mows like a harvest.